Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. Today's topic is a throwback to 2017, a discussion on compromise and how it can negatively affect relationships. Now, I know that we've all been taught to compromise in our relationships. I suggest different words might serve us better. Instead of compromise, why not collaboration? cooperation, teamwork, reciprocity, responsiveness, and so on. I think the idea that both people in a relationship have to give things up to make a relationship work is harmful. I prefer to work from the standpoint of choosing a partner who wants essentially the same things that I want, and we work together to help each other achieve our most fulfilling lives. So, Let's get on with it. Compromise begets compromise and other reasons to re-examine our thinking on this relationship tool. Compromise behaviors create environments that require more of the same behaviors. Wyke, 1979. Sit with that a minute. Think of the compromises you've made in relationships. Little things that seem like nothing at the time, and then locked you into a pattern of agreement and behavior. Perhaps you even tried to break out of that pattern only to be told, but you've always loved my hair curly. What do you mean you've been lying to me all this time? Maybe once you left that relationship, you realized you'd compromised yourself right out of who you were to begin with. Is compromise bad then? Well, maybe not for you or how you practice it. Yes, for me and to me it is. Because it's about finding a midway between two people's personalities rather than a place for both to grow and thrive in who they are, exactly as they are. So what can we do to celebrate our individuality instead of compromising it away? One, realize that compromise tends towards sexism. Women and female presenting people are expected by society to listen and compromise more than men. Could this be playing a part in your relationship, either as one or with one? Ask yourself or your partner if they feel they compromise more or less than you do. Listen to the answer that comes, no matter how difficult it might be to swallow. Then, do something about it. Two, pay attention to what you feel is right for you and your partner. The ferret wrote a piece a long time ago that resonated with me about poly people being temporarily monogamous for new partners not sure about poly and how that rarely works out because it creates an atmosphere of compromise and expectations while allowing you both to get entangled. Do what's right for you, because long-term, it will be what's right for them, either in they will learn to love and accept you, or the relationship will end freeing you both to be yourself. Yes, I'm being simplistic here. If you're a malignant narcissist, doing what's right for you might be harmful to others, and that's not what I mean at all. Look for ways that you can both honor 
the other and get what you want. I would love a partner who is exactly as social as I am when I'm social and perfectly as antisocial as I am when I'm cocooning. No more, no less. And yet, I haven't found that. So I realize that they may want to stay home and I might want to go out or vice versa. And so I do what's right for me, what I truly want and personally need at that time to do. I also honor their choice and don't give them guilt about it because that's a sucky way to be. Of course, if one or the other of us is constantly breaking commitments and it's causing resentment, that is a problem worth looking at and attempting to find a solution for. Four, realize that you can't make agreements for someone. This is a big issue that seems common sense, but is far from apparently. A huge fight and do you agree to XYZ since you obviously can't ABC happens. They balk. You pressure. They resist. You steamroll them. And guilt, maybe. Shame them. They finally capitulate. To your eye, that's a compromise, fair and square. It's an agreement. To them, it's something they will likely resist doing, be late for, or do poorly because they were not heard or understood, nor were they honored. Five, consider other ways of framing the idea. Collaboration, cooperation, teamwork, reciprocity, responsiveness, alliance, joint effort. How might any or all of these words when used change how you and your partner tackle a potential issue in your relationship? Ask, how can we both get what we want or need out of this? Now, some of you may disagree with me and that's your right. However, rather than arguing with me about whether or not I'm right to compromise in my relationships, which is really none of your business, take a bit of time to think about how you define compromise and what you might be able to do with it or do away with it to better your relationships. Thank you for joining me today. If you loved this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me at datingkinky.com. It's built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We are on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.